You're tuned in to another episode of Shawana Speaks, where we receive motivation, inspiration, and elevation by me, Shawana. Thank you for tuning in, and let's get started with this week's episode right now. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Shawana Speaks. I am your host, Shawana, and it is a brand new week, guys. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for um, just being a part of this community. I really appreciate y'all and I appreciate every time that y'all send somebody this podcast, that y'all tag me, that y'all tell somebody, oh, I know somebody with a podcast and somebody that y'all know is me. It is so beautiful to have y'all support to let to for y'all to let me know that these podcasts these episodes are literally helping y'all um it means so much because it's helping me like I'm able to release I find my platform this platform this podcast to be a place where I can really be myself and be honest with myself and most importantly be honest with y'all so that maybe you can realize that "Mm, I need to be honest more honest with myself as well um Y'all, I, if I'm speaking of honesty, um, I really do not know what the name of this podcast would be. Um, I'm really just here to vent, um, and vent in purpose, hoping, hoping that something that I say will touch somebody, um, resonate with you and cause you to realize that number one, you're not alone. And number two, you're going to make it through this. Um, I, this week, I always, I always want to talk about my week and just be transparent about the things that have happened. And um, one of the things that I realized this week is that, number, I realized two things. One, people are always watching, always watching. And number two, when God says that he, he'll provide, it's so much more than monetary. It's more than just money. It's more than just a bill being paid. It's more than just, um, you know, getting a random check in the mail. It's so much more than money. God really has been blowing my mind this week when it comes to my purpose um, and the things that I want to do, the things that I love to do, the power that I possess. Um, he's just pro- been providing, he's been providing reminders. And whether it's people or it's, it's things like, literally, y'all, all this week, I kept saying, not by might, not by power, but your spirit. And I've been feeling so heavily that God is really doing something in my life that is absolutely mind-blowing to me. Um, Probably last week, I think it was, yeah, it was last week. Last week, after I had recorded my episode or whatever, um, because I released late last week. But anyway, after I recorded my episode, I got this random message from this random lady and she was like, hey, can you call me when you get a chance? And I'm like, okay. So I ended up calling her and she's like, hey, I don't know you, but I was in the nail shop and somebody was 
she was talking to somebody. She was talking to her. Oh, she was talking to the nail tech about how, you know, she's sad because her therapist is about to leave. Like she's about to have her last, her last session with her therapist. And she just didn't really know what to do. She doesn't know who to look for. She doesn't know any therapists around here. And somebody literally was like, oh, you should check out Shawana. And I'm like, they told you what? And she's like, yeah, they told me to call you, like get in touch with you because you're a therapist. And I'm like, (laughs) well, she said, the lady said that she didn't know if I was licensed or anything. And I'm like, ma'am. I am not a therapist. I just want to make that clear. Like, that's not my profession at all. I simply, you know, encourage and empower people because that's something that I really and truly love to do. I love motivating people. I love helping people understand that they are so bigger than what they see themselves as. And what it is that they're going to is so much smaller than the big God that we serve. Um, And that's just my passion. Like, I'm not licensed i i'm not a therapist uh ma'am and what baffled me is like literally after she talked to me after i talked to her somebody else messaged me about something that they needed help with i have been getting calls y'all all week about helping helping people um just giving my time and talking to them on the phone and helping them see that they're okay and count all of these things. And what God has really been showing me is I'm bigger than the level that I've been playing on. Um, That my purpose is so much bigger than the position that I'm in right now. And he's been telling me to make a move that I don't really want to announce yet because whenever I can release that, then I will. But it's definitely, he's definitely been showing me that I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to make ways out of the wilderness. I'm going to um, open up doors and put your names in rooms that you didn't even apply for and that you somehow think that you're not qualified for and I said that to say this I'm not alone in that in that promise I'm not alone in the promise of I will put your I will put your name in rooms that your feet haven't even walked in yet I will put your name in the mouths of people that have never talked to you or connected with you, or even you didn't even know that knew you, but they know you in a way to where they can put you in a room with people that will cause your gifts to make room for you. Um, that verse is so powerful and it's so true that your gifts will make room for you, but you got to make room for your gifts. Um, what is that talent that you're not using or what is that knowing about yourself that you are afraid to let other people see? What is the 
thing that is keeping you stuck and stagnant and what it is that you know and causing you not to tap into the unknown so that the same way that you're afraid of the unknown talent or the unknown gift or the unknown creativity means that you're scared of the unknown potential. You're scared of the unknown production. You're scared of the unknown success. Um, And so one thing I asked God to do, two things I asked God to do this year, I asked him to help me do the things that I'm afraid of. Do Help me to do everything I, I say I'm scared of. Oh, I don't know how to stitch braid. Today I had a stitch braid in classes. I learned how to stitch braid today. Um, Because I was scared to do it. Oh, I ain't, I'm not going to offer that. I have a son about know how to do stitch braid because I'm scared. No, help me to do things that I'm scared of. And even in the stitch braid class, y'all, dang, this is so crazy. I we were in the stitch braid class. So we had to practice on a mannequin first. And then um, each per- participant had to braid two braids in the live mannequin's head, mannequin's head or person's head. And um, I was practicing on my mannequin and she showed us a new uh, new technique for the side braids that we were about to do. And when we when she finally showed us and I got back to my table, I had already done the side braids on my mannequin. But I was like, okay, before I do her hair, I'ma just practice on the mannequin one more time. And I was like, like something rose up in me. And I was like, girl, if you don't get over there and breathe that girl hell, like get over there and do it. You're never know you're never you're never going to know what you can do if you only do what you know you can do. I know I can braid cornrows regularly. I know I can feed in. I know I can do better, but I know I can do these things, but I'll never know what I can do if I never do, if I only do what I know I can do. And so I had to get out of that fear and was like, I said, girl, just braid the child head. If it ain't right, then go back and fix it. And sure enough, the braids did come out really good. Well, excuse me, let me take the really off there. It came out good. <laughs> I can do better, but um, that fear, I didn't allow that fear to keep me stagnant or to make me decide that I wasn't going to try it all. And that is a message. That's what's on my heart, y'all. Do what you're afraid to do. Do what scares you the most. That was the one, like I said, that's one of the things that I asked God to do. Help me to do everything that I'm scared of. There's still a couple of things on my list and they probably won't get marked off this year. But I know that God has truly opened up my heart, opened up my mind, opened up my hands to really be able to do the things that I am afraid of. And I pray that God does the same thing for you. I pray that you fight fear with all of your might and you tell fear that you don't get to have precedence over my life. You don't get to make me stay stagnant. You don't get to paralyze me because that's what fear does. Fear paralyzes you. You will stay in the same position because of paralysis, because you're afraid of what happens next because you can't see around the corner. And around the corner is a blessing. Around the corner lies the greatest things that you've been praying for. Around that corner lies what you've been praying for, but you'd rather stay paralyzed because you feel like, I don't know what's going to happen next. You paralyzed because you petrified. And I want the promise. I don't want to know. I don't want what's in front of me because I know what that is. But you got to see what you want before you see it. You got to lay hold of it before you touch it. 
You got to see yourself bigger than where you are because where you're going is so much greater. But if you allow fear to be bigger than your desire to be successful, you're going to remain where you are. You're going to be mediocre. Success comes to movers. Success comes to movers. You got to move, sis. You got to move and stop being afraid because I don't know now and I ain't got nobody around me and I ain't got no friends here and I ain't know what's going on and ain't nobody never did listen to me. Nobody ever did it before because you're supposed to. Okay. Stop trying to convince people that they need to do what you're doing. Stop trying to cop out of what you're supposed to be doing because you don't have company. Lack of company doesn't mean that you get to cop out. God still said what he said. Even when Jesus cried tears of blood, he still had to go to the cross. Even though he didn't have, he was, he was in company with the two men that were on the cross with him. But the people that he traveled with the whole time still wasn't in his company. And one of them even betrayed him. So what are you going to do? And lastly, um, what I asked God to do this year is to help me not to recognize myself by the end of the year. I'm getting full. As I think about this, if y'all hear a thug cry on this podcast, cherish it. No, for real. Um, y'all, I'm so full because God has truly transformed me. He transformed my thinking. He transformed my life. Like, I don't know the girl from... I don't know the girl that started this year. I just rem- I remember... I remember telling, praying to God, don't allow me to recognize myself by the end of the year. And God has truly helped me to release people and things that I really thought that I will hold on to for the rest of my life. Things that I thought that I would struggle with for the rest of my life. I don't even think about them stuff and have the same feelings towards it no more. Stuff like this, where I'm able to be honest and open, y'all. I this, and this is one of the reasons why I stopped recording in in April because I struggle so bad, wondering about how people gonna talk about me and how people gonna judge me if I tell them how I really feel or what's really going on in my life or how I really used to be. But I do not care, and that's not coming from a place of haughtiness. That's coming from a place of knowing what it feels like to be low and be in bondage because of people. I'm so free now and vulnerable enough to be open and honest with y'all because I had to come to a place where I had to tell myself the truth. Being able to be real with yourself makes you see the lies in others and makes you see the lies that you've been living by for so long. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. And I'm so grateful because as we come to the end of the year. And I'm definitely going to do a lessons that I learned in 2021. But not even 2021. This was my golden year. Like I turned 28 on January 28th. And when I tell you this 
this about the best year of my life for real. This really the best year of my life. Like I God ain't never moved. God ain't never moved like this, but it's because I made myself avail- available. Like I didn't have the ability to be real or be honest or be true. Like I know y'all thought that I did and I probably did at one point, but this level of freedom, I didn't have that ability. But the best ability is availability. And I made myself available to what God wanted to do in my life, irregardless of how that looked to people. Because a lot of us be scared to look crazy. A lot of us really do be scared to look crazy to people. But I'd rather look crazy to people and be in good standing with my creator. That's good. I'd rather look crazy. I'll look crazy to people in order to be in good standing with my creator. Y'all don't understand. There are crazy things that I've written down. Watching Pastor Michael Todd's Crazy Faith series has me in a whole different mindset. And one of the things, and I can't remember which episode this was. I'm not episodes because this is not a show. But I can't remember what sermon this was. But he basically said, pack for where you're going. Don't, don't, don't start preparing for what you want God to do in your life. Don't start preparing for that mansion now. Start cleaning your apartment every day. Don't start, um, don't, don't think you're just going to get the Mercedes and take care of it. Take care of that little Toyota camera you got right now. Don't think you're going to get the job and start t- the job that pays $100,000 and start tithing. Start tithing over that, out of that $800 that you make every two weeks. Start now. Start packing for where, you go- where you're going. And it's so crazy because like earlier this month or either last month, I was on somebody page i don't even know how to say this child name but i was on his instagram and he posted made a post that said i didn't get anything i prayed for until i became the type of person who should receive it y'all hit me deep like cut me so deep um and i'm at a place now where i'm i'm intentionally changing my habits like if you know me if you know me you know i am late to everything always been late to everything laughed when I got there because I'm late and y'all knew that I don't want to be late no more like punctuality has been a goal of mine and 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 in times where it used to make be funny to me or comical to me I don't want to be late no more that's not cute now it makes me very upset and me and my friend just got mad about this but it makes me very upset when I make your event a priority and I get there and you say it's going to start at two and I there for two hours and it starts at four. Cause see this, this is the justification of me being late to everywhere because when I am on time, y'all ain't on time. So y'all need to work on y'all time, even though I be late because when I'm late, I be on time and I don't like it. So this is how that, that habit developed, but I'm talking about the things that I'm changing. So, yes. Um <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not something that's comical to me anymore. Like punctuality isn't I mean punctuality, tardiness isn't a character that I can carry with me anymore. 
um, a high tolerance for BS isn't a a quality that I can carry with me anymore. Isn't a characteristic that I can carry with me anymore. Um, Being walked all over, feeling less than, isn't characters that I can carry with me anymore. Characteristics that I can carry with me anymore. And being around people that aren't doing anything with their life are characters that I can't be surrounded by anymore. And definitely characters that I can't carry with me anymore. Um, My mind is shifting. Who I am has to change in order for what I want to see to change. I got to start speaking different, walking different, talking different. I got to start preparing and packing for where I'm going When you know that your trip is in November, some of y'all already got trips planned for y'all whole trip itinerary is planned for 2022. And you probably got a designated bag set aside for the vacations that you are going on. It is cold right now in South Carolina. Today, the the day I go on low when I walked in the house was like 50 degrees. And where you are going is probably a good 80, 90. And you definitely got that that bathing suit packed because you're not going to wear a sweater in Costa Rica. Um, You got them sandals and you probably got your, um, what is the thing called? Nail nail and toe appointment set. Because you are preparing for where you're going, right? You're going to an island. Even though you are leaving this cold place, you're going to an island and you got that bag packed and already ready for where you are going. Same for your future. You say that you're going to be a multimillionaire, but you do not steward money well. How? Because it's one thing to get the money, but that's not the part. Getting the money is one thing. Keeping the money is another. Multi-millionaires know how to manage their money. And if they don't know how to do it, they have somebody else to do it for them. You say that you want to be a, a speaker. God, thank you for getting on me as I'm recording my own podcast. You say that you want to be a motivational speaker and travel the world to do so. However, ma'am, you got to learn how to plan. Sit down, take the time to plan so that. You can practice these speeches and these messages, gain the knowledge that you need to to pack information in for the people that you're going to be presenting to and do so consistently and on a timely manner so that your audience can receive what it is that they're supposed to and it impact them in the way that it is intended to because you took the time to plan. But if you ain't preparing for this podcast that you're supposed to produce every Sunday, then how are we going to put you on six-figure contracts, seven-figure deals with colleges and universities and businesses? Mm-mm. That's where discipline comes in. That's where packing for where you're going comes in. You receive on the level in which you believe. And I give you the promises on the level that you prepared for it. Because God doesn't want us to be like Moses, giving him a promise, allow, making him go through all that um, suffering and in the wilderness and dealing with these all these different people and never even making it to the promised land. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like Moses. He parted the Red Sea, he had enough strength to believe, but he never touched the promised land. 
And I don't want to be like that. I really believe God is doing amazing things in all of our lives. As long as you believe the same, then you will see the work that he's doing. And there's a, ver- there's a verse, there's a story in the Bible about a woman named Hannah. And I did not read this story before I came on here. So if you Bible scholars are listening, please do not take anything out of context or anything that I leave out. Um, please do not take it. Take it like offensively. That's what I was trying to say. Um, but Hannah wanted a child. She was struggling to conceive. Her husband had two wives, um, Elkanah um, had two wives. His other wife was Panina, and I don't think I'd be saying her name right, but anyway, Panina, Panina, her, she was, her sister wife was basically out here just producing, just having up all the kids. And Hannah couldn't have any children. And she was so sad. And Elkanah really loved her. Like, her husband loved her more than he loved his second wife. Or I don't even know if Panada was. Yeah, sec- Panada was the second wife. And she used to just really, like, play in a face. Y'all, this is the Barnum's version of the Bible, okay? But, yeah. Panada really used to play in Hannah face. Like, eh, that's why you can't have no kids with our husband. You ain't nothing like, sorry, sir. Yeah, I know you're the first, but I was the first to have his kid. Like, baby mama drama times 10. So, one day, Hannah went to um this gate. Um, I forgot what it is. Um, what kind of get it is she but she was praying basically y'all and while she was praying like she was just crying 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 and this man named Eli was watching her the whole time so her mouth was moving but nothing was coming out because she was so heartbroken like I don't know if y'all ever been there where like you can't even say nothing like y'all I'm just going through if y'all could see me right now y'all see my mouth move. I'm not saying nothing and she was just praying she was just praying like god please just please god please like carisha prayer like i just want a kid god please and um eli was like are you drunk and she was like no i'm not drunk like i i am heartbroken i am heartbroken She's just, I'm just pouring my heart out to God. Like, that's the only thing I've been pouring. I've been pouring the wine. I've been pouring the liquor. I'm just pouring my heart out. Because I just want a kid. Like, I just want a baby. And I'm desperate. I'm desperate. And in her desperation, Eli answered her and he said, Go in peace. And may the God of Israel give you what you have asked of him. And I do not know if it was God or somebody, y'all, I'm looking at it on my thing while I'm talking to y'all. But um, they said, by this time next year, you will have what it is that you've been praying for. And that is literally my conf- confession to myself. And I pray that it becomes yours 
that you fully believe in what you've been praying for so much so that you tell yourself by this time next year my life will not look the same by this time next year i will not be in the same place if it's physically where you want to move you won't be if it's mentally where you just want to change your mindset and stop dealing with the same old things and stop making the same old mistakes and and, and living in the same way um just dealing with the same habits and the same stuff speak that like speak that desperately cry out and i think that um when i think about this stuff there's a verse in the bible that says that god there a broken and contrite a broken heart and a contrite spirit god cannot turn away so it's the tiredness for me it was the tiredness for me it was the i don't want to live this way no more for me it was the everything for me that got me here to say by this time next year my life will not be the same well, it got, first of all, that was what got me to tell God, help me not to recognize myself by the end of the year in which he has been so faithful in changing me. And secondly, um, definitely getting me to a point where God really has me feeling like I can't, I can't explain it, but I know that it's major. And Jalen, Jalen, Jacqueline Carr has a song called Major. That is our song of the week. I don't know if I gave you a song of the week last week. But our song of the week this week is Ja'Kalen Carr, Major. And the words um, go, I can see it, I can hear it, I can feel it, I can. I can't explain it, but I know that it's major. God is doing major things in our lives. He is changing us, transforming us, giving us the desires of our hearts. And in the midst of us, him giving our des- giving us our desires, he's got to cleanse us of some things that are going to contaminate it. So he's not shaking you or beating you just to see you suffer. He's stretching you and pressing you so that the oil can flow. I am excited, hopeful and ecstatic about what God is not only doing in my life, but in yours as well. Like I told y'all in the beginning, I really wasn't sure what this this podcast or this episode was going to be about, but I pray that you take something from it. I pray that it blesses you in some way. And I pray that it helps you believe that God knows the plans that he has for you, that nothing was an accident. You're alive. You went through it. You survived it because there's more, so much more happening for you, so much more coming to you. And I cannot wait to hear about it, to see you basking in it, to see you reaping the harvest of the seeds that you sown, especially the ones that you sowed in tears. You will reap those in joy. I'm excited. I appreciate y'all for listening. And I hope that this blesses you. And if it did, please rate this podcast. Share this episode with somebody you love or somebody you don't even know that needs to feel loved. And I will be back um, this week or next week, excuse me, with another episode. Um, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And y'all have a great day, night, or whenever you're listening Thank you so much.